0: Welcome to our 24th episode of Two Tankers and a Cat. We're your hosts, I'm Charlie, and this is Russell. Russell, um, I know we've got a few announcements. It's kind of short this month. Uh, We don't really have that many announcements. Uh, We were talking about our live streaming, our game live streaming. Uh, I know a lot of our listeners are like, we don't listen, or we don't want to watch you play Digital Tanks, <laughs> but
1: but the ones you do, uh, uh, feel free to hit the follow yeah, button on there yeah. and watch us. And get out there and check it out. It may turn you on to one of the games. I mean, uh, that's kind of how I started. I went and watched some streaming. Well, you know, it's like we've had a
0: couple of, of our older friends of the show, basically, message us and say, hey, you're talking about these video games, and I'm just too old, and I'm like, no. But but I'm 53 and yeah, broke down. Yeah. You know, I'm you're just, never
1: too old to get on the computer. And,
0: and like World of Tanks,
1: all, all you do is like click, click.
0: You know, that, <laughs> it, it's not like and you get to the, blow shit up. I mean, <laughs> what,
1: what more can you ask for?
0: <laughs> That's right. And, and it's really not that advanced. I mean, we got what four keys and, and a clicker.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not bad.
0: So. If I can do it, I think anybody can. (laughs) If I can do it. (laughs) Uh, We want to give a shout out to our uh, Patreon supporters and our PayPal supporters. Um, We've had a lot more people join. Uh, We still need a ton more people to join. Uh, If we're going to be able to pay for our airfare to Bovington next year, (laughs) we're going to need quite a few more. But we got good old Andy Andy Crow, uh, ODS Thero at the Stewart level. We got Rick Smith at the M4. Uh, we got uh, Bjorn, Ben, Kevin Shin, uh, Kyler Montgomery uh, at the Abrams level. So
1: we're, we're doing good. We really are. And very, very appreciative of these folks that's, that's supporting us monetarily. Yeah. It means so much to us.
0: And we want to give a shout out to uh, <laughs> uh, Mark Sunday. Sonaday? Yep. Uh, man, I'm killing his name. <laughs> and, and he is just a cranky dude. Yeah. But his name is uh, Mark S-O-N-D-A-Y and uh, his wife, Joyce, he's the owner of the Russell Military Museum that we haven't seen up in the Zion, Illinois. What a great guy. Yeah. Just yeah. super great. <laughs> and And has the funniest stories. But uh, I went up there, and we're walking through, and like I said, I saw this M1 Sherman or M1 Abrams, and Sherman. I almost sounded like Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, no offense, Mr. Trump. Yeah. We still need your support. Please, please help us out. But um, uh, yeah, I, I see this M1 Abrams, and I'm running up there, and I grab it. I'm like, oh, and then I notice it's just sheet metal, and I start looking underneath. It's a centurion. Oh, no. And I'm like, what? What is oh, this? Oh, wow. The, from the movie uh, Fire or Courage Under
1: Fire. Oh, okay, yeah.
0: Where uh, Denzel Washington's driving the M1 Abrams oh, and he accidentally no. kills another M1 Abrams uh, tank. Yeah, you know, that's what they used in the movie. Oh, man. They actually went to this uh, Mark uh, Sunday. S O N D A Y and I'm sorry I'm killing your name. I, he said he was going to listen to the episode and he's like, really, really. Yeah. And I'm like, would you believe that's half the show that I get everybody's names wrong and the city's wrong and tanks wrong. <sighs> but uh, uh, yeah, he he's the one that sent it to him and they did all the you know epi- in the movie and that's stuff. Awesome. And uh, it's sitting there, so it was cool that I got to see the movie prop. Sure. But then I was like, that wasn't a real, that was movie magic. We're going to have a guy in New Zealand that's going to be so mad at me. I can't remember his name. He messaged me and he goes, hey, I told my wife that you guys were giving me a shout out. And uh, she didn't believe me. And he says, and my brother is a police officer. And I'm like, oh, I forgot to write his name down before I came to the studio today. So, if you are listening, we we're actually going to finish up our episode with a little bit of the uh New Zealand tank, but it, yes it, if you'll get it get the mic in, or the radio in front of your wife and say, "Yes, we are talking about your husband <laughs> he has a brother, you know he has been contacting uh, he, he's an amazing guy, and we love him but, and why do we call him Tony?" But, you know, I'm going to go, he's going to go, you forgot my name. You hate me. I'm like, no, that's not it, brother. (laughs) Um, There's one thing wrong. I guess this guy from New Zealand, he found a tank that beat my Lee as the tallest tank. Oh, hell no. Uh, No. I might as well
1: just give up now if that's the case. uh, I don't know, but
0: we'll uh, we'll go look at it. man. But, uh, uh, okay, Uh, let's go with the first uh, key point. We're going to talk about the 105-millimeter Howitzer motor carriage, the M7 Priest. Ah. Uh, Here's the kicker. The Priest was another British name or a UK name. Another UK name. We just, the Americans said, Uh. oh, it's the 105-millimeter Howitzer motor carriage M7. (laughs) And the British were like, well, there's little... Thing on top that looks like a pulpit, so we'll just call it the priest. The and priest I'm like ah. that, and again, the British beat us on <laughs> n- naming stuff. We're just like, oh, it's an M7. Ah, no. and we're like, uh, but you, how how lame is that? We should just let all all the British stuff or <laughs> British just name all our stuff. You know. Yep. And the second point is, uh what's taller than the Lee? The leaf finally loses its tallest tank crown. Oh, boo. Boo. <laughs> oh, uh, after all, the, what, 24 episodes? I know. T- you know, what, what episode was this again? Yeah, this yeah, is twenty fourth, 24th. 24th yep. After 24 episodes, we finally have the tank. Oh. And it's the guy that I can't remember his <laughs> name in New Zealand. And I'm like, I don't like oh, you anymore. Man. But uh, uh, anyway, uh, okay, Russ, let's
1: get started and and talk about the M7. The 105mm Howitzer Motor Carriage M7 was an American self-propelled artillery vehicle produced during World War II. It was given the official service name 105mm Self-Propelled Gun Priest by the British Army due to the pulpit-like machine gun ring. So the British named it the Priest and not the Americans.
0: So the British, again have the best... They're the best at
1: picking names. And, I know. and I agree. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Russ. The U.S. Army realized that they would need a self-propelled artillery vehicle with sufficient firepower to support armored operations. A 105 millimeter howitzer, and that this vehicle would have to be armored and fully tracked. You know, that makes a lot of sense. It's... You
0: know, the American were starting from scratch and they had the Stuart in the uh at the beginning of the war for like a re- recon car and they had the m4 sherman as their regular tank if people would look at this in a different way they had the Stuart as their frontline tank mm-hmm. they had the sherman as their basically heavy tank i hate saying that i know but they didn't have anything to support those guys yeah. You know, so they're like, we're going to need a mobile artillery piece or a self-propelled gun. So they came up with this, uh, priest.
1: Well, we had to go to the bridge to get a cool name, but but, yeah, yeah. it was decided to use the M3 Lee chassis as the basis for this new vehicle design named T32.
0: Here's my Lee. I know. <laughs> so they are like,
1: okay, we're going to use the lead at because least, at least they build it on the chassis. Yeah, yeah. So it's the ten, least they could do.
0: Ten foot tall <laughs> boat to all roof. go America.
1: The pilot vehicles used the M3 chassis with an open-topped superstructure, mounting an M1A2 105 millimeter howitzer, with a machine gun added after trials. The T32 was accepted for service as the M7 in February 1942 and production began that April. As the M4 Sherman tank replaced the M3, it was decided to continue production using the M4 chassis. Uh, the M4 chassis was a development of the M3. The first M7s were produced for the United States Army, and 90 M7s were sent to the 8th Army in North Africa, which was also the first to use it during the Second Battle of Elamine. All right
0: so uh let's talk about the m7 priest uh that we saw at fort seal uh that was the very first time you didn't ever one. yes us. That, that, very much so and uh, I, I was
1: i was really impressed and to i'm, be honest I'm, with I'm you.
0: positive that the one at fort seal was a sherman type but the one i saw up in russell uh at zion illinois ah, yeah was
1: the m3 yeah it Don't was, forget, didn't we also see one at Fort Bliss? Oh, I, I think they had one down there. And, and I think that yeah.
0: was uh, Lee one. So we've basically yeah. seen both, both variants. Yeah. Yes, yes. And if you, we're going to add pictures to our Facebook sure. when this episode comes out so you guys can take a look. It's pretty intimidating. It is. It is. You know, got, I, I was really
1: impressed when I first seen the first one that I seen. I, You know,
0: and, and a 105... With high explosive, <laughs> yeah, it'll do. It'll do its job. Sure, it'll it'll blow big potholes in, <laughs> yeah. in the road. But yeah, you know, if you got the stewards out there doing light tank stuff, you know, yeah. recon, and you know, they're running into stuff, mm-hmm. and the M4s are like, oh, we found something heavy, like you know, big time. Then these M7s would pull up. And start dropping 105s on
1: them, wow. and that was about the end of that. Get their attention. Well, uh, Russ, tell us about the stats. Yeah, they were manufactured by the American Locomotive Company, federal machine and welder. They produced between April of 1942 and July of 1945, and they built right around 3,500 of them. Whoa. So
0: out of the, all the thousands of things that are building, you know, as mobile artillery pieces, 3,500. I that's think what, it was pretty good. 3,489 yeah. was what it thing. Yeah. But I think that went up with some other stuff and test vehicles and stuff. So right around 3,500. Yeah.
1: That's that's, not that's a lot of artillery. That's not bad at all. Um, get into the specs. Yeah, they weighed almost 50,640 pounds. Whoa. Comes out to 22.97 metric tons. Uh, they were about nineteen foot nine inches long, or six point oh two meters. They were nine foot five inches wide, at two point eight seven meters, and that included the, with the sand shields. You ain't got to have sand shields. Ah uh, yes. Uh, the height was about eight foot four inches, or two point five four meters, and that went up to nine foot eight inches, or two point nine five meters, um, over the anti aircraft machine gun. Right. Uh, had a crew of eight. The armor varied anywhere from 12 to 62 millimeters. And like we talked about earlier, the main armament was a 105 millimeter M1, M2 howitzer. Now, how many rounds did they c- carry for that? They had route? 69 rounds that they carried with them. <laughs> you said
0: 69. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I did, didn't I? Yeah.
1: The secondary armament included 150 caliber or 127 millimeter M2 Browning machine gun. Carried about 300 rounds of that with them. Um, that would be pretty good for oh, yeah. any aircraft. Yeah, that'll mow something down. If you're sitting in the trees
0: and they suddenly spot you uh, when it got down close. Yeah. Sure. Yep,
1: I can see that. It had a Continental R975C1-C4 engine. It pumped out about 400 horsepower. It had the vertical volute spring suspension. And it had an operational range of about 120 miles or 193 kilometers. So pretty good. Not bad. But what kind of speed are they talking about? Uh, We're talking about a measly 24 mile an hour or 39 kilometers an hour on the road. Or 15 miles an hour or 24 kilometers an hour off-road. Now, I know the m7 priest besides world war
0: ii we also used it in korea but it didn't do really well in korea because of the mountains and stuff like that they couldn't elevate over the mountains so they'd actually have to drive up almost to the other side of the mountains to shoot um but again that's starting a more modern warfare sure And, and this was basically just to support you know, yeah. ground troops and stuff like that. Yeah. And in Korea, that was a totally different I deal. Know, I know, And then it, uh, the M7 actually finished up its career in is- Israel.
1: In Israel, wow. Yeah.
0: They they moved them out there. Uh, Israel's got a really big uh, tank museum. Oh, I know. And, well, they, the, uh, and they've, yeah, we really, uh, we that, really that, want to go Israel. That's on the dream list, yeah, yes. Yeah, we really want to go see oh. that. Um, but uh, yeah, the M7. 7 was used over there in the Man. beginning and uh you know what that again goes to prove that the Americans you know made it to last made it easy to work on sure and pretty simple to ship yeah so that's why these things stuck around you know you look at a lot of the other tanks and stuff yeah. from that war yeah they didn't last and go to different countries yeah. a lot yeah so uh, so that was pretty good talk about yeah, the m7 heck yeah um it, it it was just a good artillery piece sure and uh i you know like i play my little digital game just like you do and yeah. we hate artillery <laughs> yeah. so everybody's listening going i can't believe those guys did an artillery episode
1: unless i'm on a in a pissed off mood
0: and yeah. i do like playing artillery a <laughs> yeah, little bit and <laughs> yeah. you can make fun of everybody we're going to bring up the second point of the episode and, and the only reason this gets put in and, and I cut my, you know, SPG priest episode a little short is <laughs> because of this guy named Tony and I'm almost positive that's his name. And I shook out his whole, whole name and I apologize uh, if your wife does still doesn't believe you email exactly. two tankers and a cat. We will, get we will send to, yes. pictures holding up your name and your brother's name. Sure. But, yeah, Tony is from New Zealand, and is a very cool guy. And he's a friend of the show, and he was saying, hey, my brother's a police officer in New Zealand. And uh, he says, but I heard you give me a shout-out one time, and my wife didn't believe that it, it, you were talking about me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, we'll do an episode sure, coming sure. up. It says, hey, Tony's wife, this is, this is, this is, is yeah. it. But, see, Tony... Uh, I, and his wife's probably listening right now. Tony said that we could fly over there and stay at his house while we toured New Zealand, hey. and he'd buy all the food, hey. put all the re- you know, drive us all over.
1: And you didn't even get his full name. I'm gonna kick your ear. Yeah, in. all right. Oh man. And his
0: wife said, "You better not up." <laughs> 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 okay, he didn't say that, but, yeah. but if we do get over there. We're gonna come see you. Heck yeah. Um, but anyway, the bad thing about Tony, he sent us a tank that takes the leaves crowns no. uh, as the tallest tank. Man. I'm depressed. No. Uh, I know. Uh, w- America was supposed to be 10-foot tall and br- uh. bulletproof, and guess what? New Zealand says, uh. well, it's nice, but we've got you beat. <laughs> tell, tell us about the
1: story, Russ. Yeah, the Bob Simple tank was a tank designed by New Zealand Minister of Works, uh, Bob Simple, during World War II. It originated out of the need to build a military hardware from available materials, and the tank was built from corrugated iron on a tractor base. Designed and built during a period of uncertainty in which New Zealand feared having to defend itself from Japanese invasion without external assistance. These tanks were a civilian effort to design and create a means to protect New Zealand. The threat of Japan invading was real.
0: Um, At no point should anybody say, Well, New Zealand really never had anything to worry about. You're wrong. If you went back and told the Filipinos sure. that Japan would invade them someday, they're going, Oh, no, oh, no, no, yeah. But, yeah, you know, it could have been Australia, too. You know, they were right. You know, they had their yeah. sights set. Um, yeah, on the whole Pacific. So these New Zealand civilians are saying, Hey, we're, we're going to fight. If they invade us, we're going to fight. So they started saying, what can we use for something like a tank? Yeah. So they're like, okay, we've got these tractors, so we're going to put these metal
1: boxes on them and turn them into tanks. Uh, go ahead, Russ. I'm sorry. New Zealand, like its neighbor, Australia, had no indigenous armored fighting vehicle industry. It was expected that armored fighting vehicles would be provided from Britain, Uh, Australia and New Zealand did have some heavy industry that could be turned to the production of armor and armored vehicles, but little had been done. The tanks were constructed without the use of any formal plans or blueprints. Working from the American postcard depicting the conversion of a tractor to a tractor tank, Bob Simple and T.G. Beck improvised the design of the tanks. Uh, they used resources available to Bob Simple as Minister of Public Works. The first tank was quickly produced in the Public Works Department's Tomuka workshops, and the additional two were built at the NZR Addington workshops. The first cost of 5,902 pounds. Uh, the second and third cost about 4,323 pounds, with a total cost of 10,225 pounds. And although the Army was only billed about Three thousand four hundred fourteen pounds. So, here's this guy, and they're coming up, and they're
0: like, "Hey, we're we're gonna be invaded." So he's got a postcard from America showing this tractor tank. Yeah, and he's like, "We got we got to come up with something." And he, he's like, "Okay, we're gonna use the tractors that we're using for the public works, you know, like." Digging sewer lines yeah. and stuff like that, and he goes, "Okay, we're Incredible. gonna pull, we're gonna pull them out, you know, out of the fields digging sewer lines, and we're gonna make them front line tanks." Wow, you know, God bless him. I know, you know, the, very innovative. I mean, that, that's cra- yeah. That's great. I, I mean, if you read the story about Bob Simple, uh, his tanks attracted public ridicule, and people were making fun of him and saying that was a stupid idea, and he's like, you know, his country's on the verge of being invaded and he stands up and he says, I don't see anyone coming up with better ideas. Yeah. So God bless New Zealand. You know, here's a country that said, you know what? If you invade us, we're going to be bringing tractors yeah, and and, and farm machinery, but we're going to fight you. We will. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of countries that were just like, no, we give up or, or no, we're neutral. You, you come on in. But those New, Zealands, wow. New Zealanders said no. You're, you're going to if you're coming in, you're, you're coming in with a bloody nose. Yeah. So that's awesome. It is. It really is. It, it just makes me want to go see New Zealand know, more and more. What a I great country. I just bought it simple. You know yeah. I mean, he was just a public works guy. You know, like he was saying. He says, "Hey, get working." Okay, Russ. <sighs> <sighs> Give me the stats and let me hear if my beloved
1: Lee has been finally defeated. Man, I don't know if I want to give these stats or not. Uh-huh. Okay, here we go. Manufacturer was actually the Ministry of Works. That uh, in Tamuka uh, weighed about twenty-five point four tons or twenty-five long tons. Had a length of about four point two zero meters or thirteen foot nine inches long had a width of 3.30 meters, or 10 foot, 10 inches. It had a height of 3.65 meters, or 12 feet even. Oh, man. There it is, the right. stat that I didn't want to see. All right, so
0: the Bob Simple <sighs> out of New Zealand has uh, the I know. crown as the tallest
1: tank. I, he probably did it on purpose, but anyway. Thanks, Tony. I know. <laughs> it had a crew of six to eight on it uh had an armor of eight to 12.7 millimeters uh, which comes out to about 0.31 to 0.50 inches thick it had six 303 Bryn light machine guns uh, had a six cylinder diesel engine with about 127 horsepowers or 95 kilowatt wow uh had a power weight ratio of five horsepowers per ton five horsepower i know i know <laughs> well that's farm machine it is i know had an operational range of about 160 kilometers or 99 miles with a max speed of about 24 kilometers an hour or 15 miles per hour
0: well oh well new Shit. zealand you now have the
1: crown congratulations wow
0: uh, you know what? Uh, let's good, just go good story, though. It, it is it, a great yeah, story, yeah. And, and we appreciate Tony so much yes, for putting yes. in, and we appreciate let your brother know that uh, it's nice to know that we have a brother in blue in New Zealand. Heck, yeah. And uh, we just really appreciate uh, you contacting us. And uh, like I said, if you're a listener and you want to thank us, you know yeah. a tank for us to do, yeah. or if you want us to give us a shout out, you know this holler sure we are two sure. kickback cowboys that's what we're here <laughs> it, for. yeah, we're here for you and uh let's do I'm just so depressed I now. Am
1: too. I, let's, man let's just do our closing. <laughs> All righty. Uh, as always, you can contact us through our email address at two tankers and cat at gmail dot com. Make sure you go and find us on Facebook if you haven't already and give us a like. Um, Search for the Two Tankers and Cat podcast in the Facebook search bar. You can leave us your feedback or comments. and Like Charlie said, tell us what tank you want to hear about next. Absolutely. yeah. Um, Don't forget, I think we've had a couple of calls, but don't forget that we do have the voicemail to where you can leave a message on it that phone number is 785-380-9844 and i'm not sure if it's
0: it on isn't. the outside of the united
1: states oh. i
0: think it's on the only or on the inside call of that in
1: the... i'll have to do some looking into that we're going to have to get i know ahead. we've had issues that when you do call it you have to let it ring a bunch several several times yep. before it will kick into the the voicemail part of it Um, But, yeah, I need to do some more looking into that, and and hopefully we can get some voice comments that we can actually add to the podcast. Well, we
0: we have a friend that uh, uh, lives in uh, Belarus, and uh, he can can barely speak English, and when he was writing me on Facebook, he's like, I I called the number not international, and I'm like, Oh. I will definitely have
1: to look at that. Yeah. Outside the United States, uh, okay. it's, it's going to be a
0: number. you got to have a world uh, okay. number. I so will. we've been doing for, what, 24, yes. 25 episodes. And I know. Telling these people to call us, and I know. they I can't. Will. I will look into it. We, we'll check into that, and we'll get that out on our Facebook and yes. YouTube. Yeah. Our YouTube channel is doing really it well. It
1: really is. We've got a lot of new subscribers on it. and yeah,
0: We have some new videos on there of... Uh, the Indiana Tank yes. Museum and the Russell Russell uh, Tank or Military Museum, yeah. and some other stuff. You can make fun of my <laughs> <laughs> big butt on there. Um, and what else? Oh, uh, there was a uh, couple of comments about some of the older guys we were talking about that wanted to, you know, learn about the world of tanks game, and they wanted to know if they could join us and stuff like that. And I said, absolutely. Sure. So we're going to work, still work on our discord. Yeah. yeah. We're trying to get our discord all set up. We are. And we're looking for admins for that. Yes. Or people can guide us through it. Yeah, exactly. It's all new to us. So, but we really appreciate it. And if, like I said, if you want to support us, it's like a lousy two, two (laughs) dollars. Yeah. Sure. And over in Europe, our dollars not doing really well. So it's like, a, a buck over in, over in Europe. So, um, but yeah, until next time, uh,
1: this is Charlie. And this is Russell. And as always, happy tanking and have a great day.